Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Cooking is the New Healthy. This is a podcast about how we cook, how we eat, how we show up in our real lives. I'm going to be talking to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they do that. If you don't know me, I'm the founder of Unfold, which is a mastermind where we focus on the five out of five which is rest, deep nourishment, movement, meditation, and water. I'm also the founder of Cook and Chop Online Cooking School, where I teach you meal prep for your real life. You can find information about me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram and in today's show notes, as well as today's guest, which I am so excited to talk to Katie Prince. She is a sales coach. She has worked with me personally, and I just overall cheer her on for showing up and showing her real life, not only in her business, but in her personal life, in her Instagram and in her work. It's just incredible to watch her journey unfold. And actually that's the reason why I named Unfold because I love watching people as they grow and as they share. So Katie, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are and how you serve the world. Oh, Carla, I am so happy and grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. I sincerely appreciate it. And yeah, as you very kindly said in your introduction, I am a sales coach. And in my business, I focus on ethical sales. So teaching folks who sell their services to yeah, sell in, in a way that's ethical and is aligned with who they are. Mm -hmm. because so many folks out there they feel a little bit uncomfortable a bit icky a bit squirmy about asking people for money in return for the amazing things that they do and so I work with people not just through mindset to help kind of have that mindset shift but also through actionable strategies to write better copy and have a sales strategy that works that's me I love it. I love it. So Katie, I'm a chef. You know this. I'm a chef by trade. And so we start with some food questions because they're always fun for me. What was your last meal? Oh, giddy. And I am always down for food questions. I'm from a hospitality background myself. Um, I grew up living in pubs with my mom. She ran pubs. And straight out of school, I went on to become a chalet host in the French Alps. And yeah, oh, I just I love it. Lo there's something just magical about preparing meals for people. And I love that that is, I don't know, you can just feel it from people's souls, I swear, when they get exactly. food, when they get what it means to cook for people. Um, I, my last meal I had, it was about an hour and a half ago. I'm currently jet lagged having come from the East Coast back to uh, the UK at the moment. So I'm eating my meals at very strange times. And I had some smoked peppered mackerel. I had some roasted sweet potatoes and some roasted peppers and some couscous. Um, and it was left over from a big old batch prep that I did yesterday. I love that. Wow. I want that for lunch. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I've got some leftovers still. If you want I'll some just more. pop one over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does healthy eating mean to you? Mm. See, I think this is such, um, in 2020, I think healthy eating has become a very loaded term. Mm -hmm. um, it's become a term that is very often laden with 
shame and mm-hmm. guilt and feelings yep. of not being good enough, not doing enough. Um, and especially when you're moving through the world as someone who identifies as a woman, um, I think that that uh, loaded, <laughs> loadedness, <laughs> that's definitely yep. a word, right? Of the term healthy eating, it, it increases tenfold. Um, and to me, I think that healthy eating is not just about whether food's calorific content or nutritional content is good according to a food blogger of a certain size and meets these macros and mm-hmm. you know fits fits these numbers to me it's about like does it make you feel good does it yeah. feel good when you put it in your mouth does it feel good when you when you plate it up and you look at that meal in front of you and it makes you feel happy. It makes you feel like you are taking care of yourself. I heard something from um, a client actually recently who is an intuitive eating coach for people who are recovering from eating disorders. And she said to me that the food that you put on your plate is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. that just struck me and it's so true and you know I think I think when you're busy and I am a very busy person (laughs) um and I have a lot of competing like deadlines and responsibilities it's so easy to you know even if you're making something quick like a a sandwich let's say Mm -hmm. it's so easy to skip the condiments and it's so easy to skip you know, taking an extra 30 seconds to cut up a bit of lettuce and tomato and kind of build it out into something a bit more exciting. And, and I don't know, I would say like making, making a plate full of food that reflects how you want to feel about yourself is just one of the most healthy things that you can do. I love that answer. And I do feel like it's loaded and I have been, And I even, before we started recording, I checked in with you if I could ask you what healthy eating means, because I feel like that word, like the healthy, especially in terms of women and identifying women, it triggers people. So, yeah. 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 And I was so appreciative of you taking the time to do that because, you know, in, in a world where we're constantly being bombarded with messaging the amount of messaging we we receive is wild okay like if we were on the planet in like the 1970s and moving through as an adult we'd be seeing about 500 advertising messages a day you know the newspaper bit of radio the old billboard here and there and now fast forward into well we're in 2020 now when we're recording this it's closer to 10,000 a day we've got this wow. supercomputer yeah we've got this supercomputer in our pocket that is always asking us to buy stuff always trying to convince us that we're not good enough in some way and therefore creating a gap for the next weight watchers product for the next miracle pill for the next skinny tea and I just love the fact that there seems to be this there's a revolution happening I can feel it people are getting sick of being told that they're not good enough and Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons why I just love being in this space with women uh who are growing businesses because this is why we do it right to take back our power rising up (laughs) yeah I love it (laughs) 
So I'm going to ask you what a typical, and I know that you travel a lot too, but what does a typical day look like in terms of food? And you could, you could even tell us travel, either one. Yeah, I mean, it does vary a lot. And it's one of the things that I, I don't, I don't know, like one of the, like, it feels so exciting and it sounds so sexy and cool. Like, oh yeah, travel for work, blah, blah, blah. And the reality is like, I'm happiest when I'm in one place and I've had the opportunity to get um, like a nice fresh food shop in. In fact, I'm currently waiting for my food shop to arrive. So who knows, maybe it'll interrupt us. (laughs) But there there are certain things that I absolutely love to eat. I love to eat eggs for breakfast scrambled egg is my favorite. Um, when I'm in Canada with my husband, he makes it for me every morning. So I definitely have like a kind of personal attachment to it. it. And like having a spoonful of scrambled eggs just feels like home wherever I am in the world. Um, and to be honest with you, Carla, like I'm a big snacker throughout the day. I like to have a pile of whatever I've got, whether it's fruit, whether it's nuts, dried apricots, um, I love a bit of dark chocolate. Um, I love salt and vinegar crisp, but try not to put those on my snacking pile too often. And yeah, I'm happiest just kind of picking throughout the day, grazing, you know, um, reaching for a tub of hummus and some pita bread or what have you. And then what I really, really love is a big evening meal love a big evening meal ideally like sharing style so something like a casserole or um like fajitas where you can like get your hands in and share like that is that's my ideal day scrambled egg unlimited snacking big family style meal i Mm. love it you look so happy too when you're describing (laughs) i know i feel like so happy (laughs) and this that's what food is food is pleasure it really yeah. is. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, um, I think there's this term. Well, this term gets thrown around a lot, like emotional eating. Yeah, emotional eating. And we all have the picture in our mind of, um, like Bridget Jones. You know, she's just been, <laughs> she's just been dumped, and yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean. Like, and we picture kind of the the woman in her thirties, um, who's been wronged in some way, uh, chowing down on a packet of donuts. And we're, that's the picture of emotional eating. But the reality is like food, yeah, food is emotional and that can be in such a positive way, right? It can be sharing a meal at a special occasion. It can be, I mean, I actually recently hosted a party for my clients in Toronto. Um, and that was a pizza party. Pizza was the center of the party. And, you know, if you think about any gathering, any um, event or occasion, like food is always at the center of it, right? Totally. Totally. And it's a connection with people. Totally. So this is, I love this part of the podcast because I like to take action. And this is... The reason that I created this podcast, because I wanted people to be able to take away tips that they can apply to their real life. And I also want to challenge the listeners to do one of those tips and to tag us on Instagram because I want to see them do the work. And I'm sure you do too. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like this is this is just supposed to be the start of a conversation, right? The fun yeah. happens when you get to follow up and share all those ideas with each other in the follow up. So yeah. I'm totally down. I'm totally down. Shall I just kick off with a three tip? tips? Yep. Okay. So my first tip is pizza related because pizza is one of my favorite. <laughs> well, it is my favorite food. Yeah, like, it's your favorite. I would, yeah. If I if if I could eat pizza for breakfast lunch and dinner and it would nourish me and I wouldn't get fed up of it believe me I would <laughs> I love it and so my tip is this and I shared this on my Instagram stories a couple of weeks ago and my DMs blew up and I was like what I can't believe no one knows this tip um because what's the best thing about having pizza right it's leftover pizza the next day leftover. hello yeah leftover pizza is the best thing about ordering pizza and I didn't realize so many people are missing a trick when it comes to reheating leftover pizza. So here's what you do, okay? okay. You get a skillet or like a head or a heavy bottom pan. You put it on the top. You sprinkle a little bit of water into the skillet and put it like bread side down. So it's going to reabsorb it and kind yeah. of re reignite your dough. And then once it gets once it's warm, you're then gonna flip it over, cheese side down in the pan. You're gonna remelt your cheese. You're gonna get a lovely crispy crust on there. If you've got any toppings like pepperoni, that's gonna re-crisp up. It's the best way to reheat pizza. I had no idea. Wow, no there idea. We go. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. I Mine is on a pizza stone. <laughs> I clearly am missing out. I mean, like, I think a pizza stone is probably going to surpass this, but I don't have a pizza stone. I can't fit one in my hand luggage when I'm traveling. No, but this is, I mean, I, I assume that every Airbnb would have a pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you absolutely. This, like, you can do this anywhere. Yeah. So microwave be gone. Um, yes, of course. <laughs> So you can tell I really am a pizza fanatic. I love so it. That, so that's for my first tip. Uh, that's a food-related one. My other tip that I wanted to share was, and yeah, I share this as, as someone who has struggled to do this for a long time, um, but to take rest that's guilt-free, okay? Take rest that is guilt-free. And this is something that I really struggled with and still kind of come up against some resistance against in my business because yeah, when you, whether you run your own business or you're a mom or you are dedicated to a sport or a hobby or what have you, the thing is, it's like those those passions, those loves, they never go away. <laughs> like mm -hmm. they might go to sleep for a bit or they might log off for a few hours, but the reality is they're always going to be in your brain yeah. and sometimes stepping away to rest your own body or rest your own mind can come with so much guilt. <gasps> I should be, I should be, I should be. Oh, just one more, just one more, just one more hour, just one more email, uh, just one more check, like whatever it is. Yeah. And something that's really helped me turn rest into something that isn't weighed down with guilt is I actually don't use the word rest day anymore. And instead I use the word reset day. Oh, I love this. Mm. And 
it's so interesting. Like language has so much power over yes. what we believe, right? And just shifting from using the word rest to reset, it it made it it made taking that time out, it kind of made it feel more part of succeeding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I've got to reset before reset. I before I get started again. Yeah. So yeah. If you're struggling to to take rest and and not feel guilty about it, try calling it a reset day. Try try putting a reset day in your calendar and see how that makes you feel. I bet you're more likely to stick with it. <laughs> this is genius. Wow. Literally genius. For- <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. And I do, like, I mean, you teach NLP, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. it, language is literally everything and how we approach things and what we tell ourselves can shift. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the brilliant thing is about, you know, when you're, when you're being deliberate about the language you use with yourself, you're, you're, you're subconscious. Like it can't tell the difference between you, you know, it doesn't know that you're tricking it by using the word reset instead of rest yeah. and just being able to deliberately make that choice yeah. with that intention, the, the trickle down effect on your well-being is huge. So choose language that empowers you and helps you get what you want out of yourself, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So my third tip, my third tip is this, and this is more of like a businessy one, but, um, but I think it does apply to getting what you want out of life, whether that's through building a business or not. And it's something that I teach inside of my programs. It's something that I teach inside um, Square and Free Sales Masters and inside my free course. Um, and that is this, to dedicate 30 minutes a day to building meaningful relationships. So let me explain. The biggest source of um, burnout, frustration, uh, lack of results that I see with clients when they come to me. Um, So when business owners come to me and they're like, Katie, I'm not getting any sales. Uh, Like I'm really stressed. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like does my offer suck? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So often it's because they have been putting pressure on the big stuff. Yeah, like launches. Oh, I've got to do this launch. I've got to do this mm-hmm. webinar. I've got to create this new offer. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. All the big brand stuff. Yeah. And the reality is like businesses aren't going to, like your business isn't going to be made or broken in one big sort of, I'm using my arms a lot. You can't, I love can't it. see as you're listening to this, but in like one big movement the, you know, the real shift is going to come where you do something small every day and you do it consistently. Yeah. And this is true in so many areas of our lives, right? It's true with, with eating a good diet and with nourishing your body. And it's so true with getting what you want out of your business or your career. And so one of the things that I teach my clients to do is to dedicate 30 minutes a day So every day that you're working on your business or every day you're at work in your nine to five, dedicate 30 minutes a day to reaching out to people, of being helpful, of giving advice, of making introductions, of sending along um, blog articles or podcasts. Maybe you'll send along this episode to someone. And 
the compound effect of dedicating 30 minutes a day. Like you can do anything for 30 minutes, right? Like I could probably even manage to lug myself out for a jog for 30 minutes and I'd survive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the compound effect of doing 30 minutes every single day of reaching out to people, being of service, being friendly, being helpful and building those relationships that action alone and doing that every single day is what I attribute to building my business, to be honest yeah. with you. And so that would definitely be um, my number one tip for your audience today. I love it, Katie. And I also think that it really comes down to connection. And connection is something that we're really lacking as, as humans that are attached to devices. And when yeah. we shift that and we connect with people on a level, it literally like lights us up. It makes us happy. It does. I, I couldn't agree more. Like, even though we have, as you say, these devices almost surgically attached to our face at all times at the moment, the reality is that, you know, most of the time when you're consuming um, like content on Instagram or you're reading an email or you're scrolling through a Buzzfeed or whatever it is, you're by yourself, right? Yeah. You're alone. And when you take the time to reach out and actually have a conversation with someone, I love to use voice notes. I love voice notes. They're such a great way to connect They're with great. people. You can hear that like tonality and you can say so much more when you're expressing using your whole voice. Um, and we, you know, we have the technology to be able to connect with each other. And I think so many people are held back by the fear of being rejected of being judged you know oh what if they think i'm being weird what if they don't reply what if what if what if and i would challenge that and say well what if they do what if you make a friend for life here yeah. what if what if that person who you're on the edge of reaching out to has a great introduction for you and they'd love to make it if only they knew that you were looking for help you know yeah and I think, I think, yeah, we have to get back in touch with our social skills a bit yeah. and worry less about social media skills and algorithms and learn to say hi and yeah. ask for help, right? Exactly. <laughs> I agree 100%. So which one are you going to challenge people to do? of your tips? Mm, do you know what? I am going to challenge because it's been a real focus um, for me for the first few months of the year. I'm going to challenge your listeners to put a reset day or half day in their calendar. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, like, Oh, well that's fine. Yeah. I'd love to take a day off. Blah, 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 blah. I want to challenge you to do this. Take out your Google calendar or your iCal and pop in a reset day within the next four weeks, 
And if a full day out feels like too much, then make it a half day, okay? And once you have put it in, you've called it a reset day so that your brain knows that this is really, really important to help you reset for the next phase of whatever it is that you're creating. You're gonna take a screenshot and then tag Carla and I. I'm at It's Katie Prince. And we're gonna we're gonna big you up on Instagram for putting in your reset day and prioritizing your own rest. I love it, Katie, and I can't wait to see people do this because it is so important. And rest is was one of my five out of five. It's one of the things that I teach. And I do love the idea of shifting it to reset. It's just such a, it's just puts a beautiful spin on the idea of rest. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it doesn't have to, I think, again, this, <laughs> this word guilt keeps coming up like, oh, yeah. I should be able to handle it all. I should be able to handle this. Um, I should be able to keep going. Um, I can't take time off or I'll let someone down. These are the things we tell ourselves. Yeah. And actually, we all know that we've got to put gas in the tank before we can expect the car to go the distance, right? Exactly. Well, I want to thank you for being on this podcast. And I also want to make sure that people can find you. So where are we finding you, Katie? And where can we work with you? Yeah, 100%. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm it's Katie Prince. So Katie is K-A-T-Y and Prince, like opposite of princess. Um, <laughs> it's Katie Prince. And you can also, if you're curious about um, what it's like to work with a sales coach, I actually have a free sales course um, that I yeah, have available for near and dear friends. And if you're interested in that, you can go to katieprince.com forward slash seven days. So the number seven days, uh, because that's how long the sales course takes. It's awesome <laughs> too. I've done it. Oh, thank you. And, and yeah, it's totally free. It's tons of fun. Um, and there's a Facebook community that you can get support from as well. So if you are curious about growing, not just your sales, but, but your confidence in selling your offer, then this is a great place to go. And I would love to help you with it. <laughs> Well, thank you, Katie. So definitely go follow her. Go, if you're interested in the sales, go take the free course. I've actually done it. It's incredible. And I've worked personally with Katie. She is literally just an incredibly genuine human being. So definitely go connect with her on Instagram. And again, if you want more information, it's going to be in the show notes. If you aren't part of my community on Instagram, I'm at chefcarla underscore C. And wherever you're listening to this, you can rate, review, and subscribe this podcast. I so appreciate you. And again, I have Unfold, which is my mastermind, where we focus on the five out of five. I also have Cook and Chop, my meal prep course for real life. And I've added a give back to that course. So I've partnered with Grow NYC in Hunter College to give this program to college students. So if you're interested in supporting that work, definitely head to my profile at Carla underscore C or my website, carlacontreras.com so that you can support that. Thank you so much for listening. And Katie and I can't wait to see your Instagram posts on your reset day. 
Yes, we're excited. Oh my goodness, Carla, thank you so much. This was, I really enjoyed this conversation. It was super nourishing, to be honest with you. Thank you so much for having me. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you so much, Katie. Me too. Bye, everybody.